This week's school NAPLAN results have caused some alarm, showing around one in three students aren't meeting the grade in critical areas like literacy and maths, funding, teacher standards. They've all been flagged as issues and the government says it's working on a path for major school reforms. But will it be enough to reverse the classroom decline? Sarah Henderson is the Shadow Education Minister and she joins us this morning. Sarah Henderson, welcome. Patricia, really great to join you. One of the fundamental issues the data shows is that inequality leads to worse outcomes. Children from poorer, regional and Indigenous families are clearly the the most and worst affected if you look at the data. How can we fix that? Well, Patricia, first of all, uh, these results are alarming. As you say, one in three students are failing NAPLAN and we are going backwards as a country and there is no doubt there are particular uh, concerns with those from low SES or disadvantaged backgrounds as well as uh, Indigenous children in particular. But I, I have to make the point that um, a child's postcode uh, does not define their success at school. And we've seen some great examples when the right teaching methods are used in the classroom, students thrive. And that's why uh, I have called on the government to work closely with the states and territories to mandate the introduction of evidence-based learning and teaching, such as you know, explicit instruction, the teaching of phonics, because in the schools which have adopted these practices, the children, despite being from disadvantaged backgrounds, are really flying. Uh, schools like Marsden Road Public School uh, is a great example in Sydney where they've absolutely turned around their, their NAPLAN results. Despite uh, 90% of children coming from a non-English speaking background, many quite disadvantaged advantaged through a really, really robust focus on the type of teaching which works. You said that it's not about funding, but when schools in poorer and regional areas are clearly facing worse outcomes, it does show that money is part of the story, isn't it? Oh, look, of course, funding is important. And uh, very proudly, under our government, we spent, uh, we invested some $318 billion over 10 years. And in fact, uh, Patricia, over two decades, there's been a 60% increase in schools funding. Uh, but we've seen this decline. So while funding, of course, is important, um, it is not the defining factor in why standards are going backwards. Uh, for instance, there is a school in Canberra, the Good Shepherd Catholic Primary School, uh, and the Catholic um, school system in Canberra and Goulburn have adopted explicit instruction. They've got no additional funding, no additional resources, but they've fundamentally turned around their results because of the way they are teaching their children. And at Good Shepherd, for instance, uh, three years ago, they were all in the red, as in below expectation in their NAPLAN results, and now they have leaped and they're now at the expected results. So they've gone into a different band altogether. And the principal made the point, we've done absolutely nothing. We've got the same wonderful teachers, we have the same resources, the same school buildings, the same funding envelope. But the thing that's really changed is the way we teach. And that's really fundamental. And I have to say, Tasmania, the Liberal government in Tasmania has has, uh, absolutely decided that they are going to mandate explicit instruction uh, in their classrooms by 2026 uh, and I really, really hope and and, uh, trust that that's the direction that all states and territories will go. Uh, Look, was it a mistake then that you didn't mandate it when you were in government because we've seen some of these results accumulate under 
your own former federal government? Look, this is a, a very big challenge right across the board and we did in fact make a, a whole range of changes to the curriculum in, in concert with the states and territories and as of course one of the big challenges for any federal government is the states and territories run our schools so we always have to uh, work very, very closely to make sure we get the outcomes in classrooms but we did do a range of things in the curriculum uh, such as including the uh, requirement to teach phonics such as including the importance of explicit instruction. But there is no doubt that we can do more, Patricia, no doubt at all. And that's why the evidence is now in. I mean, La Trobe University is doing incredible work with its Nexus program, for instance. It has done all the research to demonstrate what works. The Australian Education Research Organisation, which we established very proudly, um, has all the evidence to show what works. So, yes, we do need to take this further. We do need to mandate explicit instruction in every single classroom but we also need to look at the environment so for instance at Marsden Road um, I mean just an incredible school the principal Manisha Gazola is amazing uh, she resisted the New South Wales Department of Education's requirements that they move to open classrooms because she could see it didn't work it led to greater disruption and just a few weeks ago in New South Wales uh, the minister has announced that there will be no more open classrooms because that type of environment does not help children to learn, particularly in primary school. So the coalition is really interested in what works. We will support any good idea, but certainly the science is in, the evidence is in. We know that this method of teaching really, really works. Children thrive, and that's why it's absolutely critical that this be mandated. I spoke with the Education Minister earlier this week. He said he'll be looking at the 20% federal government funding cap. Would you be open to that changing in terms of the funding mix? Well, of course, as we know, the Commonwealth has met its obligations under the Gonski funding model. Uh, we are seeing some um, big issues with some of the states and territories. For instance, in the Northern Territory, currently the Northern Territory only delivers 59% of the 75% of funding that it is meant to deliver to public schools. So uh, really, I have to say that um, the big issues are with the states and territories. Um, we won't make any further commitment. I certainly can't make any announcement on your program about what we may or may not fund or what we may consider in the future. But I think, as I say, the big challenge is, is introducing the evidence-based teaching and learning into our classrooms. I have to say, Patricia, we have magnificent teachers in, in our schools, but they need to be supported by the best methods of teaching and learning, including even teacher coaching. So I've been to some schools where on a Friday the teachers don't teach. They actually sit with coaches and they review what they've done for the week, they look at what's coming up, they refine how they're teaching and they work together and it's just you know some brilliant models we're seeing in the classroom. But this needs to happen in every single Australian classroom. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Really great to talk to you. Thanks so much, Patricia.